You're listening to the People Over Profit podcast. Hi, I'm Justine Beauregard. Since 2008, I've helped scale multiple businesses to seven, eight, and nine figures by focusing on quality connections, not vanity metrics. For decades, we've been taught to believe that business is just a numbers game, but really, it's a relationships game. Gone are the days of prioritizing money over our missions and the people that our businesses are built to support. I created this podcast because I want you to make a difference in the world without feeling like you have to sacrifice your income or your integrity to do it. We're going to get real here, covering everything from sales to marketing, branding, audience building, systems, leadership, mindset, and everything in between. Think of this podcast and me as a business coach in your pocket, a place you can turn to whenever you want to feel inspired, be challenged, learn something new, or hear different perspectives about life and business. If you're building a business that puts people first, you belong here. Now, let's spend some quality time together. People will choose you over others and others over you. So yes, competition exists. And it also doesn't need to be defined or seen in such a traditional sense, like two entities that are vying for the same thing. I see competition as the existence of multiple brands that are worthy of buyers who think similarly or offer similar products and services. Now, I've seen how competition in the traditional sense can hurt a business from driving prices dramatically down, cutting into profit for no reason, causing mind drama, losses of brand integrity, I see that one a lot, creating sacrifices that didn't need to exist out of fear. And there's another side to this where competition is actually amazing for business, where it can drive the quality of goods and services even higher. It can create extensions of product lines. It can lead to innovation, greater variety. It can create environments of healthy performance and contribute to general improvements in a business. It can even create laser focus for those of us like me with ADHD who might be struggling if we were to do it alone. So the truth is that decisions need to be made all the time about competition. The moment you decide to change grocery stores, for instance, you've chosen one competitor over another. You've given your business, your dollars, your time to that brand. And the more consistently you do this, the more consistently you make decisions where you're choosing one thing over another, the more loyal a customer you become because the more comfortable you get with that brand, The more subconscious thoughts you have about it, the more you spread the word about it, the more you create habits around buying from that brand. And these are essentially the goals of any thriving business. So if you're thinking competition doesn't exist or trying to tell yourself that to feel better, which is something that I used to do, please try to think about this a little bit differently, okay? Because competition exists all over the place. And it doesn't mean that your choice to shop at one grocery store over another signifies a lack of value in the one that you didn't choose this time. It doesn't mean that that grocery store is doing something wrong because you decided not to shop there that day or that you'll never shop at that grocery store again. It just means that you've made a decision in favor of one over the other for whatever reason. Maybe it's the price, the location, your experience there, the cleanliness of the store, any other factors that influence buying decisions. But when I think about competition and how it can be really good for business, I think about it from this place of looking at all of the things that are in my favor that I can change any time. 
that I can grow and improve in when I see this happening. And when I think about competition in general, a few things come to mind. So first is that I love to think about my competition. I love to think about all the other coaches and mentors and strategists that exist out there. I love thinking about other business-related programs. I love thinking about all of the other incredible communities there are. And when I do, I take from them what feels good and powerful and amazing to me. I improve on those things that I think could be better. I leave behind those things that I think are either unnecessary or don't serve people as well as they could or other things could, in my opinion. Thinking about competition in this way can actually elevate your business and brand quite a bit. It makes the experiences you're able to create for your customers even better. And it makes them even more you because you're looking at something and making decisions based on your own thoughts and beliefs. What I also love about this is that these exercises can build your problem-solving skills very quickly and make you great at things like critical thinking, discernment, self-trust, intuition, and allow you to really deepen into and tap into what you truly desire for your brand and business. When you're using competition for you instead of against you, you're able to spark your creativity. You're able to motivate yourself to want to be your best. You'll push that little bit extra. You'll become hyper aware of your weaknesses and strengths and learn powerful transformative ways to play into your strengths and either forego your weaknesses or create compensating factors around them to make yourself even stronger. This is a skill building activity. But on the flip side, if you decide to use competition against you, it can be really damaging for your self-esteem, for your business, your growth, everything. So if you spend all day consuming competitors' content and judging yourself and feeling bad about where you are in relation to them, it can literally kill your business from the inside out. You have got to be aware of when you're doing this. Unsubscribing and unfollowing can be very helpful in these types of toxic situations. I can't tell you how many times I have had to stop following certain accounts on social media because of how they made me feel or how I made them make me feel. I felt triggered and I was feeling less than, more so than I wanted to admit. There was this overwhelming feeling of not enoughness. And this competitor probably had no idea I even existed. They're not aware of all these things. They're not actively creating that for me. I was creating that for me, so I had to spend time asking myself, why is this happening? What do I want to create or do differently? I got specific about my goals and I put myself in my own class as a business owner, apart from them in so many ways, by choosing to anchor into and feel more confident in myself and everything that I had to bring to the table. And listen, these are skills too. And they're very hard to do sometimes. They were very hard for me to do at first. Honestly, I think it will take me probably a lifetime to master these skills, but it's important to think about it and to notice and name where these things are coming up and how you can use them to your benefit, to stop them before they become a real problem. Okay, so let's shift it back to the positive side of competition again and how it can create a lot of excitement and energy. When you see someone else in your industry doing extremely well, I see that as proof of the possibility for what I can create, what I can do. I think it's a huge driver for you to continue to show up and connect with people. 
And you can use these types of experiences to help you decide what type of environment you want to create around your brand. I've seen this create incredible levels of cooperation and collaboration in my business and my clients' businesses. Understanding that you have core differentiators that other people cannot copy, like your personal story and your energy and your personality and your style. These are things that your competition cannot replicate authentically that are truly unique to you, and that helps a lot. You can lean into that. You can understand that there's all these people around you who might be doing the same thing on paper, like maybe you both make handbags, okay? But then you decide that you each have your own set of strengths to bring to the table. Maybe you even collaborate with them on a very specific line of handbags where they take their high-quality production systems, which are totally unique to them. They take your designs Maybe even you bring in a third partner that has some unique technology or something, and that's where it becomes an amazing opportunity for growth, when you can work together to create something bigger to serve more people better. So everyone wins in the end. That is real success. And competition creates that. It can also encourage you to become more in control of your emotions, to allow you to reflect deeply on what you want and desire, especially as you see other people doing things that you would never think to do. It can allow you to direct your energy into pursuing more challenges or working harder on something or whatever it is that that competitor is bringing out in you. And when you are especially tied to your mission as a business owner and very deeply connected to what you desire to create in the world, you'll be driven by your values and your vision for that bigger picture and way more unlikely to have the competition drop your motivation or create hostility towards these other brands that are just doing something they love in the same space. One gift that competition has given me is it has allowed me to become so much more connected to and in tune with what I'm doing, what I'm creating, what I'm wanting, just proving how much more there is to go around. Now, I often talk about market saturation and how it's an amazing thing. And I think that when there are a bunch of people who are offering the same or similar things as you, it actually proves market demand. And a higher supply only proves that higher demand for what you sell. So the only thing that you need to do when you feel your market is becoming saturated is figure out what is my unique voice and how am I going to show up and take a piece of that pie? Now, the beautiful thing, and the reason I'm using food as an example, other than I love pie, is that as the pieces of pie get taken out, instead of depleting the pie, it will often force more pie to be made. So you might tend to think that every slice of the pie gets taken out and becomes unavailable to you, but other people are noticing that everyone is wanting and eating that pie, so they're demanding more. And processes for making pies improve. Lines form to make selling pie even easier. So when the first few people showed up, there was no one waiting in line for pie. And it was a really slow process. Now that you're coming into it when there's massive amounts of pies, there's a line around the corner and people get to come up and make decisions based on if they like apple or cherry or sweet potato or pecan or whatever type of pie it is. Maybe it's a sweet versus a savory pie. Maybe it's the design of the pie that you choose. 
So there's actually always abundance within saturation. That is kind of how it goes together. Economics 101, right? As market demand goes up, so does market supply and vice versa. So you actually want there to be a lot of players in your space. You want people competing with you because that's only going to create more of a disparity between the brands that exist and your brand. It's going to allow people to make educated decisions about who they buy from. It's going to make you a better service provider and more valuable. It can create more loyalty, especially if you're one of the first people to market or have something really unique and stand out to offer. I think competition is the best when you have self-trust, when you believe that there's more than enough to go around. I think it works when you believe in what you have to offer and the value of that thing. I believe that it's powerful when you learn how to appreciate the people who buy from you and to prioritize their happiness and loyalty and be super grateful because they chose you over other options that were available. And no matter who comes on the scene in a high demand market environment, you know that that person is so loyal to you, they're not going to change their mind about you. And they might even love you more. Think about how often social media platforms come up or a new version of your phone is released or a new version of another brand of phone is released. Would you switch based solely on the competition alone? Not likely, right? Very few people will migrate from an iPhone to an Android. Google Pixels came out and everybody thought it was going to drive iPhone sales way down and it actually created the opposite effect. It's true that some people might be intrigued, they might listen to what these new brands are saying or what they have to offer, but a new offer or competitor will never take away from a brand you're truly loyal to or loving. If you weren't really loyal to or loving a brand to begin with, yes, sure. But this is also why you need to be thinking about how to continually deliver on your promises to your customers so they don't leave you for another brand. There's always gonna be something new. What you need to focus on is how you're going to gain and keep their loyalty and attention in the long term. So the brands that are the most fearful of competition are the ones that are playing a volume game where that volume is going to become siphoned away by other brands. But when you're playing a value game, you're in it for the long run. There is no amount of competitors that can come on the scene and crush your game. So think about your brand and how you're creating something so special and valuable that no amount of new competition is going to sway someone's desire to stick with you. Does that change what you're doing or how you're selling now? The answers to these questions are what make competition one of the best things for your business now and forever. So think about these things more. Have an incredible week. Go over deliver in beautiful, simple, clear ways to your people and just show up as your best self. Trust that it is enough because you are enough. You are amazing. You do have something awesome and incredible and powerful and transformative to offer people. That's why you started a business. This is not a problem. This is an opportunity.